This is the Six Clicks Podcast. Risk management, governance, compliance and cybersecurity news and opinion from the industry's best. Hi everyone, Stephen Walter here from Six Clicks TV and simulcast on the Six Clicks Podcast. Thank you very much for coming back and joining us. Well, Monday this week, we were hit with a story worldwide. Uh, criminal money laundering and a scandal that I dare say will make a fantastic movie most likely directed by Adam McKay in the not too distant future. The FinCEN, aka Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, files investigation went absolutely bananas uh, on ABC News and lit up those leaked documents containing over 2,000 highly sensitive and very secretive reports known as suspicious activity reports. More on that. Uh, that in a sec, uh, highlighting over $2.7 trillion in suspected dirty money laundering and uh, over $200 million of that was done right here in Australia, uh, allegedly. So these are some of the filthy secrets that have been exposed and I need the Six Clicks S- Expert Community Brains Trust to help me out on this one today because uh, Lord knows I don't know enough about it. Ulrika Sandvik from 460 Degrees, a financial crime and compliance specialist, among many other skills. Thanks for coming back, Ulrika. Nice to see you again. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is pretty heartbreaking. Uh, it's enraging all at once. This is the stuff that really does undermine democracy, right? So uh, can we just get the, the story here? What's really going on with these leaked files? How on earth does something like this happen? And why isn't it being stopped? Uh, it is heartbreaking and infuriating once you start looking into de- these details. Um, the FinCEN files contain, like you said, SARS, but it also contains hundreds of other confidential documents and it very clearly paints a picture showing that these banks have been moving large volumes of money that they knew or suspected were suspicious and they continued to move it regardless. Um, the files show industrial-scale money laundering and a blatant disregard for, for the regulators and the controls that we have in place to stop money laundering. Um, you know, the banks are our first line of defence to prevent the money laundering, and I think in this instance they very clearly stopped performing that duty um, and deciding to take profits instead. Um, these files show that in some instances, you know, cash were put, moved through bank accounts for people that the banks could not identify um, they failed to report transactions for longer, you know, for six months or longer, sometimes years, um, and they continued to move money and do business with clients, even though US officials warned them that they would face criminal prosecution if they continued, and they still decided to proceed. Um, that's the bank side, and that's only half of it, unfortunately. I think the other side that is equally alarming is that the FinCEN files also show detail money laundering through the global banking system but the fact that our regulators have been ineffective in trying to stop it, which is awful, awful. Mm. The the reports in question, uh, suspicious activity reports, can you um, just explain that to a Neanderthal like me? I mean, sort of self-explanatory in the name, but something is very clearly broken uh, in the system. What are these SARs exactly and how do they move around and behave inside this system? Yeah, SARs um, or suspicious activity reports are the mechanism that's used by financial institutions and banks to report any suspicious activity to the regulator. Um, It's sort of just highlighting and documenting red flag behaviours. And when a a customer is never told that a SAR is being filed and they're not allowed to be alerted. Um, And once it's filed with the regulator, you know, the bank or the financial institutions really don't see those SARs again. 
there's no sort of outcome reported or feedback loop provided. Um, the intent is that the stars are meant to be analysed by the regulator and, you know, ideally turned over to um, uh, the police, um, but that has not necessarily happened in this particular case. Wow. Okay, so let's uh, switch gears ever so slightly to legislation and regulation. Uh, this mm -hmm. is where you and the 460 Degrees team can apply all of those forensics and really pull this stuff apart like we've covered in uh, in previous Six Clicks TV episodes. What are the first steps that you would recommend toward fixing a massive problem like this? I wish it was a straightforward answer, but I don't think there is. Um, Sorry. <laughs> this is a really big problem. You know, money laundering isn't done by the banks. The criminals commit to money laundering, but the banks provide the system to do so. And some of the banks that have na been named in these files are well-versed in being fined by the regulators, and it doesn't seem to impact their compliance culture. Um, you know, although these fines have been large in the past, for instance, HSBC were fined $1.9 US in 2012 for money laundering for drug cartels, and they're back in it again this time around. It seems to be a drop in the ocean compared to the profits that they reap from these types of transactions. Um, and from the regulator perspective, the actions they take don't seem to be making a ripple on the flow of dirty money that is washing through our, our financial system, and that's also a problem. Um, I think bolstering the authorities to do their job and improving international cooperation is one way to prevent money laundering. You know, the regulators definitely need to improve their effectiveness because the system is flawed. Um, but I also feel like these banks, and especially the repeat offending banks and their executives, need to be held to account at a level that will actually make a difference. What, what that is, I don't know. Clearly, $1.9 wasn't enough. In what world is over a billion dollars in fines not enough? Mm. Um, that's uh, It's terrifying. Look, I know uh, I I'm not giving you too much time today. Uh, obviously, you are super busy. Thank you very, very much for um, the quick turnaround and appearance on this week's episode. I truly appreciate it. Ulrika Sandvik, financial crime and compliance specialist, among many, many other talents uh, over at 460 Degrees. Please go and check them out. Find them on LinkedIn. I'll actually tag them in on this video and you can give them a follow. Well worth it. Ulrika, we'll see you again next time. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for checking in to the Six Clicks podcast. Get in touch with us anytime at sixclicks.io or find us on your favourite socials. Six Clicks, global risk management, compliance and ISMS capability software. Sixclicks.io.